Hey, Carm here, and I've assembled a panel to talk to you about your health. Are you looking to do something for you? Are you exercising? Are you taking care of yourself? Stay with us and learn how to find your personal motivation. Now here's a taste. And you get so much more done. I mean, literally, I'll go to the gym. It's like an energy drink. And then by the time you get to work, you just knock your workout. It's just amazing. Welcome, automotive aftermarketers, to a Remarkable Results Radio Town Hall Academy. Listen to learn just one thing from today's episode on your journey to remarkable results. Hey, yo, Carm here, and so glad to welcome you to the Academy, episode 113, where we are talking, taking care of you. Now, my panel is Joe Hansen and Ron Ipack, and they're totally into exercising for their health. Now, you need to hear this. Hey, I want to thank Jasper Engines and Transmissions for their support. Now, you may ask, why purchase a Jasper quality remanufactured product? Well, one of the big reasons is their people. A Jasper associate is dedicated to high-quality customer service, committed to excellence, professional and they've got pride of ownership as part of a 100% associate owned company and that makes a difference hey there's no medical advice provided in this episode but a discussion to find your personal motivation to become healthier please consult a healthcare professional before you start any form of exercise or healthy eating habits now the views and opinions expressed are those of my guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the author sponsors associates or affiliates of LSTN Media LLC. Now you can find the talking points in my guests' bios and links to their previous episodes at remarkableresultsradio.com slash A113. Now visit with Joe Hansen from Gordy's Garage in Roseville, Michigan and Ron Ipack from Repair Shop Coach. Our intention is to get you to consider how to make exercise an important part of your health regimen so you can have the stamina to work your business and contribute totally to your family. Hey, a few cool ideas are here on how to get started and stay motivated, and even some great advice that doesn't involve going to the gym. Enjoy. I want to start with you, Ron. Let, do me a favor. Let's kind of shock the audience, give them some statistics as to you know, what the, uh, the World Health, Health Organization says we need to be worried about. This blew me away when I, f- when I first heard this thing. Um, according to the World Health uh, Organization, so it's not me making up stuff. This is actually real because I found it on the Internet. Uh, <laughs> 80% of premature heart disease stroke and diabetes is self-inflicted. So we've done that to ourselves. Um, and, uh, you know, when you think about it, your heart is a muscle. And if you're not working out the heart, that, you know, that leads to premature heart disease. And 40% of all cancer is self-inflicted, which leaves only 10% of cancer to be hereditary and the rest is all environmental. So about, you know, 40% of it is all on you, which is shocking to me. It is, and the the whole diabetes thing, I think, is something that I think you're you're really saying can a lot of it can be prevented. Absolutely, yeah, and it's it really is. It's it's what we're talking about today. You know, the the type two diabetes is now. By the way, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV. You know, I, I'm just uh, you know somebody out there trying to live a healthier, you know, more a longer life. But you know, you see a lot of people that are just flat out overweight, and that doesn't happen by itself. Joe, uh, what motivated you to have such a regimen of good health? It wasn't a one-time thing. I had a friend of mine ask me to go to a gym probably about four years ago or whatnot, and uh, it was the worst thing I ever did, the worst 
it was terrible actually, to be honest with you. And, uh, and I decided to go back for some reason and, and it just became an, a, a, a way of life and a lot of fun. And, and we, you know, we have a great community at our gyms that we go to. And, and so that kind of just got me in the, in the routine. But I think what solidified it is I started looking back at pictures of myself and I thought, Oh my gosh, what the heck, what the heck that's, I mean, I was so out of shape. I was overweight. I, uh, um, was tired all the time, but it's really interesting because you don't really realize that when you, when you are that, right. You don't realize how unhealthy you are to you're healthy. And then you look and you go, wow, what was I missing out on? So, so for me, it wasn't like I didn't have a heart attack. I didn't have a, a doctor say, you're going to die if you don't stop doing this, or you're going to die if you start doing, um, you know, and, unless you start eating healthy or, or exercising. For me, it was just a simple friend invited me to a gym. My buddy, Paul, actually across the street, my neighbor, um, and just started going and, and it evolved from there. So as we did an incredible Town Hall Academy uh, about a month, maybe a month and a half ago on addiction. And some of my big takeaways on addiction were the fact that you have to make the commitment that you're done. And that was part of the motivation for me to decide to go to the gym with my daughter, Tracy, uh, when she goes uh, three times a week. I just finally said, I'm done not exercising. It wasn't like I was done, you know, taking drugs, done drinking. It was I was done not exercising. What my internal motivator was, Ron, and, and, and helped me, uh, to, to, maybe this was good or bad, is I realized that, yes, I could lose some weight and I could see that from the outside, but I was also really concerned about my cardio thing. You, you can't see, but you, you can feel over time, but you can't see. Yeah, and, and look, especially as we get older, and, and there's a lot of shop owners that are that are getting older. You know, as we all grow, I'm, I'm 56, I'll be 57 this year. And you start feeling a little bit more run down. And, and it's simply because your body isn't able to stay up with what's going on. I mean, you're, you know, we're, we get tired a lot easier. And, you know, as I was talking about before, I don't know if it, I froze on there, but, you know, your heart is a muscle. You have to work that out. Just like your muscles grow by working out, cardio is every bit as important to have your heart grow. And your heart pumps the oxygen through your body and the nutrition through your body. And without that working properly, you're in a world of hurt. Single biggest benefit is is the cardio piece. I mean, you could go and lift weights all day long, but you you have to get cardio in there. Well, see, I'm more of a late, uh, I'm more of a weight guy. So you know, some people are built more for for cardio, and others are are for for weight, or okay. it, maybe it's a desire or something. Is that what you um, immediately did? Though you went in and you just decided to lift. I've never been a runner, so okay. right. you know, I, it, it's easier for me to to lift weight. But you know, I, I come from the school of when you when you lift weights, you're burning fat for days after because you're, you, you, really, you literally you tear the muscle down and as it rebuilds, you're burning fat. I do run. I do cardio. I do. I have a Peloton bike that I, that I ride. So I do all of that too. I prefer more weight, you know, but uh, I, think you, I think it's a balance of both. Joe, uh, you started, did you notice a change in your health, your attention span, the energy you brought to work? Oh, for sure. The, um, th there was an immediate difference. I mean, within 90 days of, of, of exercising and working out, at, it's called Cyphus Training. That was what I started with. <clears throat> That's, it's a, probably one of the hardest workouts you'll probably ever do. And, um, you know, just the difference in energy level, performance, focus, attention, and competitiveness as well. You know, that brought a whole other aspect to it. But even more importantly, I think, than, than you know, the type of workout or if it's cardio or if it's or if it's, you know, lifting weights or CrossFit, whatever we're going to do, I think we, we have to establish the foundation of, of why we're doing it. Because you're not going to do anything unless you have a good foundation, a good base of, 
you know, why are you going to engage in getting healthier? Why are you going to engage in getting um, a better lifestyle? Why are you going to eat better? Because all the excitement and the, and the gym membership and the, all of that, that, you know, it's like a January 1st type thing. And then by the 31st, or let's just be real, the 10th, people are done. So I think if you, if you know your why, like Ron had said, or your foundation, um, I think you'll, you'll have more success. So, you know, it, it could be, when I say the foundation, it could be anything from knowing your family history. I mean, my dad's side of his family, uh, they, they sudden death heart attack is average is about 50 years old. Well, my dad's 78, but he did have a heart attack back in the day. And, and, and so that, that led me to, you know, it's always in the back of my head. I do need to eat better. I do. I need to be careful of that because, you know, that could happen to me. Um, another thing is you only get one body, you know, you only get, you only get one chance at this. You're given this body. It's not, not even yours. You're here to use it. And, and you should take care of the dang thing because if you mess it up too bad, as, as amazing as our bodies are and how, how amazing they are to heal it themselves, they still do require us to take care of them. So if you mess that up too bad, you can't perform. You can't run your shop properly. You can't have a good marriage properly if you, if you don't take care of it. So, so I think if we, if we really look at the, the foundation of why we get started in a, in a, and I don't like to call it a, a health regimen because that's kind of like a diet, but a new lifestyle to be healthy. If we know that foundation, we're going to have a lot better success with it. Got to have a coach, got to have a mentor, got to have someone pushing you to get you in that, in that zone, Ron? I believe so. I think it always, you know, whether it's a a, a strength coach or a, your your coach at the gym, uh, or your coach can be a partner, somebody that's there. You need that push. I think everybody in all areas of your life need that push. Uh, of course, it helps if the person is a little bit more intelligent in that area that can really help guide you a little bit better. But I think ultimately. It, it, it should start with a coach, somebody to kind of give you a schedule to keep, uh, exercises to do so that you get started properly because it all starts with a good start. You know, that it, without that, you, you get into really bad habits and, and you're, 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 you're only going halfway a lot of times. You said the word schedule, and uh, <laughs> I think we're, by the time it's 3 o'clock, uh, the day went by like that because you were just putting out fires. And you said, you know, I really woke up this morning with all the greatest intentions to leave here early. Maybe by 4 o'clock I'll be in the gym. And it's 6 o'clock and you're eating dinner and you didn't do half the things you decided to do. So we're, help. let's help the industry think or create some some ideas, some disciplines to get this thing to happen. The discipline is comes directly from your motivation to, to, to be healthy, to be honest with you. A lot of times I'll go to the gym at five 30 in the morning and that means you get up at four 45 or whatnot, get ready, go work out. But I don't see that as a sacrifice because it, it's just worth it to me. I know, I know my end goal and, and it's worth it. Um, plus it's a lot of fun if you get up that early and, and, and you get so much more done. I mean, literally I'll go to the gym. It's like an energy drink. You're so, you're just so energized, if you will. And then by the time you get to work, you just knock your workout. It's just amazing. Um, on the other side though, if, if, you know, we talk about being, you introduced us as business professionals. I mean, that's a motivation right there to run our businesses correctly so we can get the heck out at 430. Right. I mean, if, if we, if we do what we're supposed to do at work and we, and we have our, our, our shops running as they should, our processes in place and our, our and, and trusting our, our team with their responsibilities and not micromanaging, maybe we can, we can actually do what we're supposed to be able to do as business owners and have a little bit of freedom to get out and do those things. Heck, maybe even a one o'clock workout. Who would have thought of that? You know, so, so for me, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, you, you just, you, you, you just do it. You make the decision and you go. 
I, I would look at it th- differently because I mean, every well, the same. But I have a little. Are we going to fight on here? No, no. I, for me, if I don't do things first thing in the morning, it never gets done. So yeah, that's true. I, by trying to do it in the afternoon, things tend to pile up, and you know, I know myself more than anybody is going to know, and I know. For me, if I try to do in the afternoon, things are going to get in the way. So for me, I have to get up first thing in the morning. So when I got to the gym this morning at, at 6 o'clock, there was the 5 a.m. people leaving already. So they they had that much more motivation to get out and get it done. Um, you know, Because if, if you don't do it first thing in the morning, if I don't do it first thing in the morning, everybody's going to be different. It just never will get done. Um, sure. and, and if I don't do it in the morning, you know, I grab, I grab my phone, I set a reminder, hey, work out, because I will forget, even though I've been on a very long workout streak, I'll, I'll forget to work out because my regimen is in the morning. Tell them how many days are on. How many? Uh, today is 453 days. That's in great. A row that I've done. So, I can't even imagine that. Amazing. Yeah. It, it's easier than you think, because if I don't work out tomorrow, guess what the next day is? It is day number one. Yeah. I don't want to go there anymore. Right. One of, one of the other things, too, that's a good point. When you think about, you ever do that where you're sitting there and you look at yourself in the mirror, you're like, if I wouldn't have stopped, imagine what I could be like now, right? Yeah. If I just wouldn't have stopped. So I, I get that. The other thing too is that I think it's okay to be selfish. Like, and what I mean by that is not like to put people out or, or not to take care of your responsibilities, but it's okay to just like the show is stating, take care of you. A lot of people say, well, you know, uh, you know, maybe I'll be a few minutes late to kids baseball but my wife already took them or 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 whatever the the event is but i'm taking care of myself and so does she but in return you're showing an example right you're showing an example to your family that because if you think about like you know if you look at some families and you'll look at weight but it's i mean you are who you hang out with right i mean you'll see that the mom might be heavy the dad might be heavy then the kid is heavy it's rare to see one of all the family heavy it's usually everybody and those are the habits that's the example so I think it's just that it's, it's up to us to set the example and you might have to sacrifice a few things because it is worth it. We only get one of these and you only get one chance at it, right? So we have to take care of it. So if you have to push a few things off to do what you need to do to be healthy, to lead the example for your family, that's, that's okay to do. But see, everybody's, everybody's busy. Okay. So we're all, you know, business owners here and trying to find the time to squeeze it in is difficult. So I don't want anybody to think that you have to start by going out and just crushing the weights or, or running miles or it, it starts slow. So for a lot of people, you have the time during the day to, to spread out the workout. So it, it, if you haven't done a pushup in a while, well, maybe a couple pushups is, is where you need to start. You can do that at any point. Like right now, everybody that's watching, go down and do five pushups. Well, now you start it, okay? Um, I, last night I was watching the, the, the basketball game and I was working out during the basketball game, during the commercials. So my goal was during the commercials, I do as many pushups as I can during that. And then 10 minutes later, there was another commercial. So I did as many sit-ups as I could. I, I was watching, I was in front of the TV, just like I would have been. The difference is I got off the couch mm-hmm. and I did something. So yesterday was one of those days where I didn't work out in the morning. So I got my workout in while I was doing what I planned to do in the evening, which was, you know, watch my teams destroy my, my brackets in the, in the tournament. <laughs> so, you know, Ron, it sounds like personal gamification. It, it is. It, you know, it, but for some, the act of getting off the couch is the exercise. So, you know, but that's a great idea. I mean, th- I think that's a huge takeaway for anyone is, you know, decide, decide to get off the couch and do something. 
And, That's true. And we, we're so pissed off at the number of commercials that, that are out there. And so if, if you say, damn, commercials, do something about it. Get down it's an and, exercise break, right? Yeah, it's an exercise. <laughs> this, it's a great take. It's a great mental thought, even if you don't go to the gym. And maybe that motivates you to get to the gym. Or, or not even go to the gym. I mean, you don't need to go to the gym. There's so many. I mean, there's so. I mean, just taking a walk is good. Um, just playing catch with your kids, or I mean, anything that gets your heart rate up is good. It's, but the, honestly, a simple walk is 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 good. Hiking, uh, buy a mountain bike or a bike, and just go for a bike ride with your kids. You know, it's kind of like Ron. You said you were watching the game and and working out. You're doing two things at once. So you're not just working out. I mean. But if you go out and ride a bike with your family, you're hanging out with your kids or your family or your wife or whatever and exercising. But, but the other thing too is some people say like the obsession of it, right? Some people say, well, well, I would never want to be like that because it's obsessive or, or whatever. But you'd mentioned Ryan to get off the couch. And if we just think about, I mean, if we're just honest with ourselves, how many people watch two to three hours of TV per night? How many people do that? And they could just take some of that time and, and go for a walk or exercise or do something physical. You know, it's kind of like the accepted norm. And let me let me do the math for you. <laughs> you have it? <laughs> I, I do have it. I did the math. If you're watching three hours worth of TV and there's 28 minutes of commercials per hour, that's it. You got one hour's worth of exercise in a three-hour evening, and you did it in little mini time chunks, which is really cool. Right. Totally. And the other uh, speaking of getting off the couch, couch potatoes, whatever they say, is it's you know it's it's almost accepted now if you look around and this is a touchy subject but but like ron said everybody's different everybody carries their weight different everybody does things differently but or is different but you know it's not okay to not be in shape it's just not there's so many opportunities today to be healthy it doesn't mean you're muscle full of muscle or anything like that but healthy right now there's always things, but I'm talking about the norm, the things that we can control, our environment that we can control. There's a lot that we can do to take care of ourselves. And and a lot of times I think we fall into society's acceptance of, oh, well, that's just the way it is. It's okay to eat fast food every day. It's okay to do all that. It's not. It's not okay. Because who's going to pay the ultimate price is your business. Because if you get sick, I mean, there was for a week and then so many days that my dad was in the hospital. I was in junior high school trying to, I don't know how to do this, right? My mom's scared. That, that's a scary deal. And it's not always about just us. It's almost selfish to not take care of yourself because you're really going to hurt those around you, whether it's your spouse, your kids, who, whoever is, is counting on you, your family. And as business owners, it's a real big responsibility to stay healthy, to, to be at your top performing level. The reason why, not that our families aren't important, but we're leading people here that have families, right? We're trying to... to, to to take care of a bigger family at, at hand here. So so it's not even always about us, although like we were saying, it's okay to be selfish. It's really take a look around at the responsibility that we didn't maybe know that we took on as starting a business or buying a business. But look, we do have a responsibility now that we do have a business. So it's something that we always have to consider. Hey, I'm with Brian Weeks from ATC Auto Center. Brian, why Jasper Engines and Transmissions? So I think Jasper, the reason why we uh, chose to deal primarily with Jasper is uh, the quality of the product and the people. I know that it is a uh, associate-owned company, but it's more about the people. They do what they do uh, in this industry that is tough, and they stay on top of the cutting-edge engineering, changing and maybe developing ways around 
known problems and issues. So they're adding value. They're making things better. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, they're taking a situation that you may have a common failure with and going in, taking it apart, going through the engineering, the R&D department and saying, okay, how can we make this better? And then from that standpoint, it comes to us that at the end of the day, the end user gets much more value for the dollar that they spend. Hey, Brian, thanks for your time. Carm, thank you. Ron, take me back uh, for 453 days of nonstop exercising. Take me back to the first seven. And did you have to come up with some discipline, uh, you know, overcome the urge to quit? Every day, you know, there's, there's not, you know, I always say I love having had worked out. I don't love working out. Okay. So I love the, I love the results. So nobody, I shouldn't say nobody, a lot of people kind of get addicted to that and they get really excited, but I, I happen to be not one of them. Okay. I like the results. So yeah, every day there's a thing of, well, you know, maybe I should quit. Maybe this is, uh, you know, maybe I've had enough, you know, the streak's gone on long enough, but you know, for people that are just getting started, the reason why a lot of them quit is because they go out and they hit the gym hard and they, they wake up the next day not able to get off the, out of bed because they're so sore and they're thinking that this is now the lifestyle of, have, is this the way I'm going to wake up every day? And, and it's just, look, you got to get past that. Uh, but I wouldn't hit the weight nearly as hard. I'd take it a little easier. Yeah, yeah. I get the cardio thing, and you've got to be able to understand the machinery and your heart rate, and you've got to put in the data in order to get some benefit from it. But when it comes to weights, uh, it's almost like you need to have a trainer help you with that and give you, if you will, the parameters of, of, of growth. Uh, because I did that at the, at the gym this early, early part of the week, and I still feel a few things here. And I'm not sure if I overdid it, but I didn't have a trainer. My daughter was with her trainer, but I, you know, I was only doing 10 reps and I didn't have a lot of weight because I haven't ever done it. And I figured, and I was smart enough to realize that I could really hurt myself, but it was amazing. Very few reps, very lightweight, and I felt it for days. And that's normal. That's that's your muscles filling with lactic acid because they haven't been used in a while. But see, after a while, with rep, 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 uh, repetition, you know, I, you know, I don't know, Joe, if if you get sore anymore, but I rarely get sore. Only when I use when I do something totally different that I haven't done in a while, and I mean a long while, will I get sore? But it's not near as severe as like, oh, you touch yourself, like, oh my god, you know, your arm, you know, just feels like it's limp. It's not that way. It's you have to get past not, you know, the, the muscles have atrophied. They're just not being used. So when you get started, you will have sore muscles. That's fine. That's just, that, that's just progress. Um, but that will go away. And I think a lot of people quit too early because I think that's the really what's going what's gonna to happen. But the weight didn't come on and you didn't get unhealthy overnight. So you have to kind of set the short-term and long-term goals. But, you know, I, at one point I ballooned up to 280 pounds. Okay. And I thought, well, that's not healthy. <laughs> so I needed to, to make that change. But I also knew that at the time it took me like 50 years to put on 280 pounds. So I wasn't going to lose that overnight. And, and so that was something I set up in my head that it's okay to take a year or two to take off 50 pounds. That's okay. Cause it gave, it took so long to put it on. So that's my long-term goal. My short-term goal is well, to get out of bed early and get that workout in every single day because tomorrow I don't want to be number day number one again. 
So right. that's, you know, that's how I do it. Everybody's got their own thing, but I think it's important that you have both and you reward yourself for getting there. I think one of the other ways to keep going, like setting that goal is to make it, make it fun, make it a game. Um, and so one of the things that our, our 20 group we did with John Waffler at group 13, I, a lot of the groups did it, but just to plug our group, because I like group 13, but the, uh, they, uh, they had a challenge that was a thousand dollars. They threw it in the pot each. If they didn't hit their goal, then they had, they had to give that thousand bucks to the pot. And then the other uh, people would enjoy that money. And, uh, so that was a motivation for them. They lost, I think about 70 plus pounds. I think it was through that, that, that little competition. So sometimes it's like, you know, if you just jump, if you're a competitive person, or maybe you just like to, you know, play games or win, whatever it is, you know, you can jump into something like that and, or, or even within our own shops, right? I mean, within our shops that we did a little bit there, we got actually got gym memberships for the guys here. So it's like, it's, it's, it's another way to get started rather than just, okay, I'm going to go to the gym because here's what I found for me. There's so many days that I didn't want to exercise or go to the gym, but I knew they were waiting for me there, right? I had like a peer pressure. I had a group of people that were going to be there and they're going to be like, Hey, where were you? Right. I don't want to be the loser. So I, was like, oh, I better go. Cause I don't want to lose. But, but make it fun, make it a game, accountability. The, um, it, we mentioned environment a few times. Well, the environment a lot of times is the people that you associate with at your gym, wherever you work out. So for me, that's been a huge thing because they're like my buddies or my friends. We hang out and it's, it's like a new life, if you will. Let's talk about eating, healthy habits. Um, do you want uh, supersized fries with that, Ron? <laughs> there, well, you, it's interesting because you, uh, you had the, um, the profit first guy on there and you talked about the, you know, the small plate idea. The, the whole idea behind that is if you, if you, if it's Thanksgiving dinner and you walk up to the, to the buffet with a giant plate, guess what? You're going to fill that sucker up, you know, <laughs> and you're going to eat everything on that plate. But if you walk up with a much smaller plate, you're going to fill that plate up, but there's a whole lot less there, but you'll feel every bit as satisfied by finishing off that small plate as you will that large plate. So a lot of it is just a matter of, you know, if that's what it takes to eat less or eat less junk. A lot of people, what they do, they go through their pantry and they throw out all the crap just so there's not that temptation, which I'm a big fan of because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I love junk food, but you know, that's, it's actually an, a, a, a nice thing for working out because it does, it is a little bit more forgiving because you're burning a little bit more calories, but you know, I'll, I'll just be honest, you know, I'm not the greatest eater in the world, but if you remove the temptation, that's great. So uh, if you could pack your lunch um, rather than hitting the fast food, you know, it's just sometimes it's just a little preparation that's going to help you get past the, the, the garbage habits that, that, that we all have. And that's not, uh, it's not to say that, you know, there aren't some good healthy alternatives out there, but if you take control over it, you can, you, you can overcome that. Yeah. I have the outside the door here, my office, there's a, the lunch area. And, and I'm probably guilty of it too, putting donuts out there for the guys. And I'll tell you what, I know myself, you mentioned about temptation. I, if I walk by that, I think maybe five or six times I can get by it. If the sixth time I'm eating a donut or something, I'm just going to, it's going, it's going down. It's calling your name. Yeah. I just, I just love it. But the environment, I'm, I'm good at setting my environment, but I'm bad at the temptation once it's there long enough. But, but like Ron had said, you know, the, the, the fun part about, having a, a routine and a discipline and a, and all that is you can kind of eat what you want after, as long as you, you know, you do your exercise and for two hours after you can pretty much 
be bad. Um, I know that any of my friends know I, 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 I eat good, but I eat bad too. I mean, I'll eat, you know, salmon and rice and get all that good stuff. And I'll do that, but I love candy bars. I love Snickers. Uh, before I went to the gym yesterday, I ate a sleeve of Oreos, probably not good. I did pay. It was a little <laughs> crampy, but, but I didn't, I mean, my pants fit today still, so it was okay. But you know, so it's, it's one of the, I mean, if you're looking for a motivation and you like junk food, get on a workout regime because you can, you literally can eat. Everybody's different. I know, but you can pretty much eat what you want at that. And beer too. Craft beer is good. I like craft beer. So <laughs> I like to have some beer, but you know, it's, it's all good. But if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, in, if you have the momentum and you're, and your body's ready to burn it, and it's the furnace. And Hey man, it's another reason to, to get healthy. So what we're really saying is if you have a good exercise routine, you can just, you know, the hell with all your vices, just do whatever uh, else you want. They don't as make them this bad. Yeah. <laughs> or they don't make the results as bad. So yeah. That way. When I grow up, I want to grow up and be you, Joe, eat all the junk crap and be uh, 150 pounds. All right. So, so Ron, back 353 days ago, did you have a trainer to help you start? Uh, I do. Uh, I, I still work out with a trainer on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, uh, 6 a.m. Uh, my wife, also, we share the same trainer. So, you know, I have my workout partner. We do different exercises, but um, we, you know, we, we made that decision together that we we're going to get healthy together. So I did have a trainer. I've had a trainer for years. It's just um, was the decision to, to, to go on a workout streak. So I had slowly kind of gotten into shape. Uh, but when I decided to put the streak together, yes, I had somebody there. So I have my trainer Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, and then on the other days, I, you know, built a small gym in my, in my house, which is not, you know, when you say a small gym in a house, it's not like elaborate at all. It's just some dumbbells and a bench and a Peloton machine. And that's what I use. If the weather's nice, I'll go outside and do something or, but yes, the trainer did get me started and, and, you know, gave me all the different things you can do. And you'd be amazed what you can do with with household items even. So you don't even need the workout equipment. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say the word fanatic, but I want to say it. And I don't know another word in the top of my mind. But you you did turn that corner and become an exercise fanatic. And, and you and your wife, I love the whole partnership thing. Did you think you would become this over the top and this committed? No, no way. No, my, my goal was where it started is I, I would, I stayed in bed late on a, on a Sunday morning. I happened to be on Facebook and I saw a post of a guy that hit his 1000th consecutive day in a row. And I read that and I thought, that's impressive. That's crazy. That's amazing. I don't think I could even do a hundred days. So it just kind of clicked in my mind. Wait a second. I'm laying in bed late on Sunday morning. You know, I'm envying this guy. So I thought, what the heck? I'll try for a hundred days. So that 100 days, I figured, well, I was going to have to chunk it down. So I got to do 30 days and then 30 days and then, you know, get up there. And that's really, and, and that was my goal was just to hit 100 days to say I did it. But then, as I said before, if I stopped, that means I'm not at 100 days. I did all that work and now I have to start all over again. So it just continued on and on and on. And if if it wasn't for, you know, a kidney stone, um, I, I actually, that I started that uh, 1,258 days ago is when I started that streak <clears throat> and I wound up having to take 12 days off. Uh, but then I got right back on that horse again. So my first streak was 793. Right now I'm on five or 453. So I, but I had no idea I'd get there, but you know what I did? I posted it on, on Facebook and I found that that 
it inspired a lot of people. There were a lot of people messaging me and, and really following what I was doing. And it got to the point where I thought, well, I couldn't let anybody down. So, you know, I kind of took that, I don't know if mentorship is the right word, but it was that thing that I just needed to do. And every time I go somewhere that everybody asks me, you know, what day am I on? It's like, oh, I don't know. I got to figure it out because I don't pay attention to that as much anymore. Uh, but every once in a while, I'll pop on and I'll do that. And it inspires people to start. And that's really what I want to do is get people to start right now. As a matter of fact, I actually started a Facebook group when I first started this whole thing. Uh, called the 30 day challenge or 30 day workout challenge. Um, and to have kind of like a group of people to go together on there. And, uh, I haven't done anything with that group, but if anybody wants to pop over there, I'll, I'll start back on the group just to kind of motivate people. But I had no idea I'd get to this point. It just kind of morphed into it. Okay. Let's talk about starting small. I'm bought in. I love this thing. Thank God I listened to the podcast. I watched the video on Facebook. I watched, I, I, I'm, I'm all okay. What do I got to do? Give me, give me a, three or four pointers, guys, that would motivate me to make that first really important next step. You want to make sure that you're not doing it for anybody else, number one, that you're doing it for you only. So you're not doing it for your husband and you're not doing it for your wife or your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, but you've decided that you, you want to do something. Um, and, then, and then once you know that, then it's important to make sure that you have an accountability partner and make sure that accountability partner is not your spouse. Make sure that accountability partner is a friend. If at all possible, make sure if you're a male, that account accountability partner is a male. If you're a female, it's a female. But make sure that you, you set reasonable goals with them, ones that are not through the roof. You're not going to start out going seven days a week. Somebody might, some people do, but you know, two to three days a week would be, would be manageable. And I think that you want to make sure that you, whatever you're going to do, that you're going to have fun with it too. So set up, get it, you know, set your goals reasonable, have an accountability partner and make sure it's fun. And, and for me, I kind of look at it as a, a compounding effect. So to get started, it's a matter of Give me one smart decision every single day when it comes to your food choices and give me one smart decision every day when it comes to your exercise. So, for example, uh, if you go to lunch, decide to have the salad instead of the big fat cheeseburger today. Okay, it's it's not a huge thing, but every single day that one little decision is going to compound to be better and better and better. The same thing with your exercise. So whether it's an exercise regimen or not to get started, well, instead of taking the elevator, take the steps. Okay. It's just that one smart decision, but that starts to compound day after day after day after day. So if it's a matter of just going and taking a walk, Okay, so you take a walk, you walk a mile, or you walk around the block, and then maybe it's two blocks and three blocks. Then after a while, you start, you time yourself. So you went on a two-mile walk. Well, then the next thing, because you want to do better than you did the day before, that one smart decision, well, now you pick up the pace a little bit. So let's say it took you 20 minutes to walk the two miles. Well, now let's see if, or you know, I don't know how long that really works out to be, but let's see if we can shave two minutes off of that time. So now you're walking more brisk. So it's, it's a matter because, look, there's a lot of people in all different areas of fitness, okay? There's old farts like me that, are, that are, haven't worked out in a really long time. Maybe the walk is the best thing for you, but you have to keep doing better and better and better. 
But if you're in shape and, you know, and you're, maybe you're younger and, you know, you're only recently gotten out of shape, well, you can get to it a little bit faster. So, but as long as you feel like you're, you, you got to work up a sweat, you got to get that heart rate going and whatever it takes, whether it's sta- marching in place uh, or getting up and sitting down on the couch, you know, or doing some squats or some sit-ups or something, but just start. You don't have to do um, an hour every single day. Start with five minutes. And then the next day, add a minute to it. Then the next day, then the next day. And you start realizing, wait, I've got the time to do this. This isn't as bad as it is. And it doesn't require you to go pound on the gym and lift tires up and, you know, be, you know, this guy behind me. This, you know, it, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about taking care of you because without you, there is no business. Without you, nothing happens. So get started today. And, and just do something. That smart decision every single day is going to add up. I've loved where this went. I'm, I'm so happy that you guys were willing to come on and share your personal motivation and the success that you've had. Ron, um, I want to give Joe, I want to give you the last word. But Ron, uh, great story about the thoroughbred horse. Could you tell it? Imagine that your your family owned a thoroughbred, and a thoroughbred is the only source of income you have. Okay, so it depended 100% on the winnings of that thoroughbred as to the kind of car you drive, the house that you're in, the amount of vacations you can take, the quality of the food on the table, uh, how you clothe uh, your children, the education. Everything depended on that thoroughbred. Now, how would you treat that thoroughbred? Okay, would you let that thoroughbred just sit around and graze out in the in the field all day long, eating whatever it wanted? Um, or would you maybe on the way to the barn stop at McDonald's and grab it a cheeseburger to eat? Um, the barn that you'd put it in, you know, who would it be hanging around with? Would it be uh, all the donkeys? Or would it be the other winning thoroughbreds? Um, you know, would you have it hang around with them? Would you have the vet go out on a consistent basis and check the health of it? Or would you just kind of wing it and let's just see what happens? You know, you would treat that thoroughbred if that was your sole source of income, if you, it was, it was the, your livelihood, if your family depended on that, you would treat that like the gold that it is. Well, now you got to realize that you are the thoroughbred because without you, there is no business because a lot of people, the business is built on your back. Without you, um, the, the family suffers enormously. Uh, without you being in the top condition you could be in, just like that thoroughbred, without you te- treating yourself right, you're screwed. So it's time to just kind of look at yourself at, and give yourself that value that you bring to this entire equation that without you, none of this would be possible. So let's start taking care of you just like you would that award-winning or that money-making thoroughbred. It's a great mental thought to have. It really is. Every time you make a, a decision, uh, would you like fries with that? Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. That's not a good example. I'll only like eat half. I'll only eat half. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Joe, I'll give you the last word. So I, I mean, I, I love that story, Ron. That was really good. I don't, I don't have anything new to add. I guess I would just say that, you know, always keep in mind what if, you know, with with this, because what if you do get sick, and you maybe were healthy before you got sick? Maybe you had a stroke, or maybe you had something happen to you. The better shape that you're in, the better chance of recovery, the better chance you have to to pull through. Um, you know, when you when you look at being in shape and healthy, think of how much better you could do at work, 
how much better you can handle stress, how much more competitive that you will be. Because when you start getting in shape, you get more confident. You get, uh, you feel more alive. You feel healthy. I, I always tell myself that exercise is the best uh, drug, if you will, for repair. It's the best. It's the best thing that it's 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 the best way to get better. Um, and then it gets down to your marriage. Think of how much better your marriage can be if you're healthy. If you're able to, you know, enjoy each other in all ways. Um, think of how much better it will be if you live a long life and you don't die too soon for your spouse, right? I mean, that uh, we think, oh, that would, that couldn't happen, but it happens every day. And all of those things are, most of those things are in our control. We can control how, we can control, control what we do when we get out of bed, like Ron says, he gets up, goes right to the gym. We can control those things. We can control what we put in our mouth. The things that we can't control can be made better, though, by what we can control. If we're healthy, we can get we can get better if we do get sick. So uh, I would just encourage everybody to take a small step, go out there and, and, and do something soon, not in two weeks, but do something today to be healthier and be proud of yourself for every single step that you take. And don't listen to other people. If they do say, oh, you're just being obsessed or you're being fanatical, it's okay to be fanatical and obsessed about your health. It's completely okay. It's not okay to be fanatical about TV shows and things like that. It's okay to be obsessed about being a better person and being healthy and being a better boss, a better business owner, better dad, all of that. So, so that's, that's what I would say. Well, so thank you to Ron Ipek from Repair Shop Coach. That is uh, the character of you back there behind you, isn't right, it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought so. Very good. Very good. <laughs> and Joe Hansen, Gordy's Garage, Roseville, Michigan. Thank you guys for your contributions to the Town Hall Academy and for motivating us to become healthier. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time. 